No, no Jar Jar Binks. What is wrong with these kids? Wait, wait, he's not even a kid. He's older than me. What is wrong with this man? I'm done. I'm done. Oh, that's... I'm not watching the oh, that... I'm not watching the rest of this video. No, I'm done. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, that was so funny. I'm done. The second he said Jar Jar Binks, I'm done. <laughs> Welcome back to Voicing Valiant, a podcast by the community for the community. This is episode 32, and I'm Bookworm. And I'm Shadow Khan. And this is the last week of stage two. I almost forgot which stage it was and said stage five, even though there's no stage five. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking new stage five. five added to Overwatch League. <laughs> like my, my brain went to like week five. I'm like, wait, this is the end. I said the last the end of the week i'm like huh what <laughs> huh okay so i i forgot my numbers well but yeah yeah I, we got it fixed don't worry that that I, didn't happen we'll ignore that <laughs> doop, 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 doop. anyway um this has been a pretty fun week to watch just because i mean those sniping nest games but i don't think this wasn't as nil games as last last time we had well, yeah, right. Last week five, we've had... It was only two days that they had games, right? Uh, Let me double check. Stage one last week was... Yeah, it was only two days, yeah. And it said Four... they did the two days thing during the... uh During the homestead last week, yeah. Yeah. So we had a slightly longer week five this time. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these were... I mean, what you expect? We, we, um... we, we have... Uh, Two new contenders to the O and Seven squad. Uh, that we do. <laughs> yeah, Florida Mayhem and Houston Athlons have joined in, and the Justice Nerdy missed out on it. <sighs> you know what? Yeah, funny? Justice just squeaked out from <laughs> avoiding What's that. What's really funny is that uh, in the Discord, Shelby joked around that uh, the Justice wasn't invited to In and Out. Because like, cause, like I, was, I was, we were like joking around saying like who who's getting taken to In and Out this this uh the season, not season the stage, and I listed off the Outnaws and the Mayhem, and I completely forgot about the Justice, and she comes in saying that Justice isn't invited, and I guess like they decide to uninvite themselves by beating the Boston. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Shelby's rigging it. She paid them off. That that way, her comment would be one hundred percent canon. I mean, it makes sense to me. I'm not calling the police. Uh, I'm having a thorough investigation done. <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was a. I guess it was a nice week to end it off on. Uh, first day was only three matches, but still, I started putting it in the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was yeah. The first day was pretty boring, honestly, for the most part. Yeah, because Dallas beat Florida like everyone kind of expected, and Shock yeah. just absolutely destroyed Philadelphia like most people expected. But Charge yeah. in Houston was actually exciting. I feel like Houston was really, really trying to get the win because they felt like maybe against Charge was the only way they were going to get a win this stage. But oh, I had such a, like, I was like, come on, boys, you can do this, you can do this. Because I, I was, like, rooting for Charge that game. <laughs> And they ma- Charger managed to pull it off. They went to map 5, but they still managed to pull it off. And that's pretty much denied the Houston Outlaws a chance. Because 
Like, I think I'm pretty that was, I guess, the only map, not map, the only match they would have had a chance on statistically. Uh, yeah, for this week, that was the only one they really had a statistically had a chance at winning. Because the next, uh, next team they went up against was going to be the London Spitfire. And London Spitfire, there was a reason they were the champions last season. Yeah, that was. That was an absolute stomp yesterday from London on Houston. Yeah, so I feel that that's why that match was so good to watch. It's just because they had so much on the line. Charge wanted to get another win out this stage because they had a really, really rough stage. Right? They had to go against the, the Shock twice. And the Shock were going for a perfect stage, so that, that was yeah. really rough on them. And so they wanted to get a win, at least one more win. And then Outnaz just wanted to get a win. And I think it's funny because with that game, they doubled the number of map wins they've had the whole stage. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so sad. Like, they've, they only got, what, four map wins out of the whole stage. It yeah, that, it right? was, yeah. I remember the yeah, numbers now. Yeah, it was pretty pretty bad, to say the least. They, they were really, really trying to redeem themselves there, but they, they just couldn't. Yeah, unfortunately for them. The next day was a lot more interesting. Uh, we had Boston go up against the LA Gnadiators, and the LA Gnadiators were set to get a perfect stage if they beat the Boston Uprising. Uh, yeah, and I would say most going into the match, most people were picking the Glads to win this one, just because Boston's been a little more shaky. You know, they've had their ups, they've had their downs this stage. Uh, so I would say most people kind of consider them more average, so they were going to lose to Gladiators. And they beat the Gladiators instead. That was one of the games I could not watch. I forgot what I was doing. I was like, I, I, during weekday games, if I'm not at the arena, I tend to not be able to watch them for some reason. For, I, I swear, I can't remember what I was doing. But I was checking Discord, and like the first thing I see is somebody saying, Oh my god, the Gnats are throwing. I'm like, wait, what? Is this actually going in the favor of the Boston Uprising? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not able to watch this? This is unfair! I want to watch this! But I, I can't remember what I was doing. Was I cleaning my room that day? Was that when I was drawing Splat? Uh, was that Friday? Yeah, actually, I think that was Friday. <laughs> I'm actually like really, I'm actually like really frustrated now because I want to know why I was missing out. Oh yeah, I was because <laughs> I wanted to stream that. I wanted to stream me drawing Splat. I think that's what I was doing. Oh, oh boy. Well, I'm sure Splat appreciated it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, I think that's what I was doing. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but I was like, I saw them. I'm like, am I missing out on this? Am I seriously missing out on this? And I see, like, I, I um, Boston Uprising always posts the endgame, uh, like, the, what's it called? Score. I don't know why I forgot that word, <laughs> but they always post the end game score uh, on the spoilers in the announcement channel. So I, when they ended the game, I went there and clicked on the spoiler and saw that they won. I'm like, hey! Like, as much as I love like rooting for LA teams, I don't know. I just I really wanted the Boston uh, Boston Boston Uprising to just do an upset. I, I really I love seeing upsets. Like, as much as I love, te- like, rooting for an NA team, I just really wanted to see an upset. <laughs> well, you definitely got your upset with that one. Yeah, I got to see two upsets this week. 
yeah, actually, yeah, we arguably had two upsets this week. Yeah? Maybe Wait, even uh... possibly a third. <laughs> Depending on who Wait, you was ask. it third? Huh, I guess uh, you could. I would say we had three, but, I mean, some people might have expected one to kind of go the way it did. Yeah, maybe. Eh. But, but those uh, are games we're going to talk about coming up, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, the rest of the games that they were arguably, like, predictable. We had Defiant against uh, Titans, and we had the Battle for Canada. I don't know why they called it Battle for Canada, like, when they could say it was, like, North Battle or something. Battle for the battle North? For, yeah, I, I, I feel like there's too many Battle Fours. I feel like there needs to be, like, a corner name. Yeah, so battle for NA, Battle for Texas, now there's Battle for, for Canada. And, like, can we do something other than Battle for? <laughs> like, the Northern Fight? I don't know. I feel like you could snip a Game of Thrones reference in there. Uh, well, as far as battles taking place in the North and Game of Thrones, there's nothing that would fit with this. Because you have, Because you have what we had... Uh, last week's episode, which was the Battle of Winterfell, that doesn't exactly work. You had the Battle of the Wall, which doesn't really make much sense in this regard either. You had the Battle at the Fist of the First Mid, does not make sense. The Battle of Hearthome, that doesn't also make sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> damn, that gave my thoughts reference. Cause like all I know is like there's something with the North and Winter coming. So, well, if anything, uh, Vancouver's the King of the North. There you go. There's your. Yeah. Your, uh, Game of oh, Thrones there we go. There. Game of Thrones servants. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I just love the memes. Oh, I love Game of Thrones, and I love Game of Thrones memes. They're all so good. <laughs> you saw the one I said, right? Yes, I saw what you said earlier. <laughs> and I greatly appreciated it. See, like, I mean, I'll watch it, but I'll, help, I'll always support you guys with memes. Yes, good. Because that, uh... Yeah, that, that meme you posted, <laughs> it, was, it was too good. Hey, you know what's good about Overwatch League going on break? Is that uh, people don't have to worry about the games leading into the the uh, episode time. This is true. This is very true. I do not have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back on track. Yep. Uh, well, we're all going to end up becoming a Game of Thrones podcast at, at one point at this rate yeah i'm ready for it <laughs> someone save me <laughs> but yeah other than that after that game we had shanghai and washington shanghai won three to one which i mean was pretty much what everyone expected washington is looking better since adding sleepy but they're not looking that good just yet and shanghai is definitely greatly improved compared to last season so that game pretty much went. Yeah. And actually, Shanghai is going to the stage playoffs for the first time ever. I'm so proud of them. I am too. Uh, so as of as of right now, the only team from the inaugural season not to make a stage playoff is the Florida Mayhem. Oh, that, that's... Ooh. Damn. That, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And Florida was arguably the better team last season compared to the Dragons, since the Dragons were 0 40, and the Mayhem were like what six and was it six and thirty four, something like that. So arguably I better. Think so, 
Actually, I don't remember how many games Mayhem won last season. It was I not know, a lot, though. I know that it was so little that Dragons were actually catching up to Mayhem's, like, overall, like, map wins. And and the Dragons haven't won too many games th this, this season. Yeah. Let me see if I can look it up real quick. Yeah, because I, I believe Florida had single-digit wins overall last season. Single digits? Or if they did make it into the double digits, I don't think it went past 11. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was off by one. They were 7-33 and 33 for season one. 7-33, and 33, yeah. So I think the Dragons have beaten them out now. Uh, ye... No, Dragons... Nope. Wait, let me double check. Dragons uh... are... Seven and six? or maybe they're eight. Now? Are they tied now? Let me double check the overall for Shanghai is seven and seven on the season. So they no, they because Flor Florida has one win. So Florida has one win oh, overall yeah. more. I forgot they got one win this season. <laughs> so and, yeah, so Dragons, and it was stage one. <laughs> Dragons just need one more win, and they tie up. All the wins that Mayhem has had overall. Damn! Mayhem! Yeah, wild, right? <laughs> yeah, and Mayhem's, like, been doing some overhaul. Like, they've, they've like, changed out some of their, their coaching staff, and they dropped a few of the players. And they definitely, like, they changed... The thing that really surprised me is that both the Mayhem and the Dragons went through a big roster change during the offseason. But Mayhem has shown no improvement, while the Dragons have. And you can argue that it was due to a uh, coaching staff like perspective of it because the Mayhem didn't really change theirs while it was changed on the Dragon's end. But like even now that they've changed out the coaching staff, they still honestly aren't showing any improvement. So I'm just I'm wondering like how bad the management's going on that even with this revamped roster and some new coaching staff, maybe they just like I, I maybe the, like I know I was listening to the Mayhem podcast. There's because Mayhem also has a fan podcast. They're pretty cool. They found us back on Twitter. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and like they were talking with somebody who used to do some fan events for for the Mayhem, and he was talking about how there's a lot of like not of mismanagement in there, and like how a lot of the players don't actually get along. I I. There's two players specifically he mentioned that don't get along too well, but I can't remember off the top of my head who they were. And I don't want to, like, misname them and, like, give out inf misinformation. So you can go and listen to that podcast. It's on Reddit. Uh, people have put, like, timestamps so you can find out where each of the information comes from. But, like, it's... Damn, like, stuff is going down on Mayhem's end. And it's, like, it's really sad to see that, like, despite all the revamps they've done... They still they can't catch up to everybody else. While dragons like they really pulled it out. They've done so much work, and, ha and like they're getting wins now. They're showing so much improvement, and they've actually made it into a stage playoffs. That's so amazing. Like people people were mad that they got rid of pretty much the entirety of the NAST roster, but like they 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 were working for it. Like they can't they can't keep the entire old roster when it wasn't working. Yeah, and they're really, really working for the wins now, and sh they're showing great improvements. 
it's just, it's so sad to see that the Final of Mayhem couldn't do the same. Yeah, because, I mean, Mayhem went through a lot, and, who, I mean, is it Saya players the only one left on the roster that was on part of the inaugural season, I think? Yeah, Saya player, uh, was, he was added in during stage two or stage three? Because if I remember correctly, um, he, he was not on the starting starting Saya lineup. player joined in February 2018, so that was, yeah, I think so that was stage two. That was stage two. Stage two, season one. Yeah. Because the, the starting roster was just the initial six. And yeah. from what I understood from the, the, when I was listening to the Mayhem podcast, they were, like, signed, like, at the very, very last minute, which is why they only had six players to start off the season, which was a really, really bad idea because they had no subs and nobody to help, like, with any fatigue going on. And, yeah, that was bad. And the, uh, by the start of this season the only player that was left from the beginning is the Vic, and he was just recently dropped saya player was part of uh season one but he was added in later so yes yeah, yeah. is the only one left from season one now and he wasn't even from the initial starting uh starting six it's just like wow yeah wait no uh, what's, Ingo- well, what's not uh wasn't there another guy? Not in God. Uh, he's so- something with God in his name, wasn't he? No, awesome guy. Awesome guy. Awesome guy, wasn't he? He got added in partway through season one, right? And he's still on, uh, on there. I don't remember. Let me see. I remember there was a G in his name. I think it was awesome guy. Because he, he changed his name during the off season. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he changed his name to, to SNT. Uh, yeah, yes, that's, he that's... is... He's still on team, and yeah, he was added on stage two of season one, just like at the yeah, same time was... as Saya player. Yeah, I was like, I was like, wait a second, I'm forgetting someone, and yeah, it's, it was the guy who changed his name, and I was like, wait, what's his new name? I saw yeah. he's like, he'll he'll always be awesome guy to me. <laughs> same. <laughs> this is like uh, it's such a funny thing, like the awesome guy got the off the pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that uh, Isayaki used to be called Need, but he decided to change his name because Need is such a uh, common word used in English. Like, they need this to win. Yeah. <laughs> it would have gotten confusing. So, yeah, so he changed it to Isayaki. So I guess it, maybe that's why Awesome Guy changed his. You still got Aim God, so. That's why yeah. That's why I was confusing with Aim God, because I was like, that's such like, a little thing to call yourself the Aim God, the Awesome Guy. I mean, there's like a few people like that. I think contenders too. Yeah. And I mean, and speaking of, you know, management, all that with Mayhem, we did get uh, Promise. Promise was traded to the Valiant from Mayhem, so there's that too. Yeah, and Promise seems to be knocking his time with Valiant. He did come into the chat the other day. Wait, did we talk about this last episode? Uh, no, because that he popped in this week, so we had already recorded last week's episode. No, wait, didn't we? No, no, it was it was last week we talked about this because Vanya lost last week and he popped in after they lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, if everyone remembers, uh, Andrew, Korean Mulan, he's actually with Mayhem now as well. So they traded Andrew for Promise. Mm, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I hope things are going good for Andrew. Like... It makes me sad to see how much, like, mismanagement is going on. I don't know. I'm hoping with, like, these new staff changes, things get better. Because I know Andrew's, like, 
he said he at least from my experience when i've met him and stuff he's he's been pretty hard worker and like but he's also a really fun guy so i'm hoping having like such a like nice personality around them maybe helps out the players hopefully i mean i mean mayhem's management did say what was it back in september that they were not going to go with a full korean roster and let's fast forward a couple months and well they have a full korean roster now <laughs> yeah that's like we got on a tangent about mismanagement. Oh, yeah, the we dragons did. So, are doing... <laughs> yeah, so maybe we should get back on track and get back to the See, games. See, this, this is what happens when the dragons are doing well. It's like exposes other people's mismanagement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> needless to say. But yeah, uh, May the 4th is the next day we will talk about. Oh, yes, uh, May the 4th be with you too, Bookworm. I missed out on the Nun Spitfire game because I was on the train to go to the watch party doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh well you, you you didn't miss anything it was it was a 4-0 that's that's all there's really to say about that game it was not even worth watching it was it was bad let's just leave it at that <laughs> the, the the force was with london let's let's leave it at that it's such a sad way to close out the season for the outlaws because I mean, not stage. only did oh yeah stage shut up <laughs> <laughs> Hush, they both have an S in the in the in the start of it. Okay, that that I will concede that point, yes. <laughs> I think I need a counter for every time I accidentally say season and sub stage and stage and sub season. Uh was, can somebody start that for us, please? Because I remember that happened to me on not last season where I kept saying season and sub stage and and vice versa. Like I hate I hate that they both start with S. <laughs> anyway, uh Yes, this is a, a terrible way to end off the stage because, like, not only did they go win this, they also lose 4-0 on the last game. That's, oh, yeah. So so they didn't even get a chance to, like, double it all, like... No, they can't even double their, uh... Yeah, they wouldn't have been able... Well, they would have doubled their map wins again if they had won 4-0, but they yeah. lost 4-0, so they did yeah. nothing. So they didn't even add anything to their their map wins for the stage. I think they have like the lowest map win percentage per stage with that. Uh, currently they do. I don't remember what the number is off the top of my head, but it's it it's bad. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the casters were talking about how they've now beaten out the dragons for having the worst like map wins. Yeah, and it's like wow, like. Like even even though it's only in, I think they're doing it by percentages too, not just by like the numbers you get. So even though you, you can like say like, oh, they had less games in a stage this time around, of course they're going to have less. I'm like, nah, man, they did percentages. <laughs> yeah, they did it mostly by the percentages. It's so sad how to end it all. Uh, it is. So as much as a sleeper that match was, though, the next match was super exciting. Because Atlanta went up against New York again, uh, because they, the way the schedule worked out, they ended up playing their two games against each other at this stage. Like uh, I got to the I got to the bar just as the I think the NAS map had started, because map oh. five. Yeah, it, it was map ran, five. <laughs> yeah, like I saw so I was getting the around like a little later than three. Uh, I got to like three ten ish because we were looking for parking. The event was supposed to start at three. So we would gotten to see like the entirety of Seoul Dynasty in Vancouver before uh, Valiant's game against the Hunters. Uh, so like, so we were like, oh yeah, 
well, well, we might, we're gonna miss out on New York and, and Atlanta's game. Oh, well. And we arrive and like, oh, it's still going? Yep. But, uh, the Mad Lads did it again. Atlanta beat New York. I'm like, did they, did, you see, this is why they had the news to the Guangzhou charge. They needed that energy to defeat New York again. First they news <laughs> to Valiant, then they news to charge. That way they have enough energy to defeat New York twice. See? Equivalent exchange happens again. Yep. So, I mean, to me, this was the second upset of the week because uh, who'd have thought that New York would lose twice to Atlanta? Like, I guess Atlanta just has New York figured out because it's... Like, again, when I was watching it there at the bar, it's like, they weren't playing badly. It's just Atlanta knew how to exploit any weaknesses that New York showed. Like, it's it's just a, it's just a thing they have there. Yeah, pretty much, to say the least. And those are the only two losses they've had this entire season, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh... Right? Am I right? No, they, they lost. No, they lost New, New York. New York. Oh no! Itself. Yeah, they were they were seven and zero last stage. Yeah, because yeah, they were one of the undefeated teams last stage until playoffs, and then saw <laughs> universal choking sign. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just damn. Yeah, that I was not expecting myself. I was expecting New York to beat up Atlanta. Because they would take revenge for the previous loss they took, but apparently no. Yeah, I would have thought New York would have known known better, I guess. Like, known from the last time they played against them. I don't know. I was, I was really expecting New York to win. I think I actually put... Wait, did I put New York to win on my pickums? I sometimes forget what I put. Yeah, New York did win on my pickums. Damn it, New York, you're making me lose at pickums. <laughs> Just like... I kind of like. I wish I would have joined Pickums like last uh, last season because they're actually like really fun to do. They can be, yeah. But uh, after them, it was Vancouver and Seoul. Uh, I mean, it wasn't Vancouver won for nothing. But I mean, I wouldn't call it a complete stomp on Seoul. I mean, Seoul definitely was not playing at the same level as Vancouver, but. I mean, it was Listen, still fun to watch. Like, yeah, it was still fun to watch. That's really what I'm saying. It wasn't, it. it wasn't like a complete stomp. I mean, Seoul played competitively. Um, just not at the same level as Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, I just remember on uh, Blizzard World, we were like all hoping that the Dynasty was going to take it because they like, somehow they ended up pushing to the end and they still had time and they just needed to cross over that like one like meter and they saw like, 30 seconds left, like, we just, you just need one second, you just need one second, that's all you need. Do not cap this on overtime, because the, uh, the Vancouver had already gotten, uh, gotten it with over a minute, so they needed at least a second to be able to have that second attempt, and they, because if not, the, the best they could have was a draw, and then that, that means they still lose, because that, that yeah. was map three. So we, like, everybody was, I was just like, just one second, just one second! And then, like, it goes into overtime. Oh, it was so disappointing. It was so disappointing. <laughs> uh, but then, the last game of that day was the Valiant game, but we'll talk about that one later. I'll save that for the end. So we can hey. talk about today's games. Um, well, today <laughs> definitely had an upset, but it started <laughs> off with Toronto and Paris, and... Uh... 
I that mean, didn't exactly go the way I think a lot of people were expecting. Like, I, I was least... definitely expecting Defiant to win, but not at that. Not at that. Yeah, Defiant won four four nothing. I mean, I guess people want to believe Paris is better than what they're looking like, but I mean, I expected Paris to at least take a map, but they just did not look good today, really. Yeah, Paris just isn't looking good in general. I'm not. I'm not. I think I don't want to say that it was the loss of Damon, because like you wouldn't expect one coach to. He was an assistant coach too, right? No, Damon was the head coach. Oh, he was the head coach. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking because he's now an assistant coach at Dallas Fuel. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's an assistant for Dallas now. Like, was it was it really? Was he really making that big of an impact? With with the Paris Eternal, that just him being gone has made such a difference. Because last stage, they weren't like top tier, they weren't like number one, but they were still looking better than they were this stage. This stage just feels really off for them. Yeah, because last stage, what were they? Last stage, they were three and four. This stage, they were two and five. So a bit of a regression, but yeah, they looked a lot better. Last stage, I like, would say, compared to this stage. I feel like nasty. even when they lost, they put up more of a fight. Yeah, I feel that way too. Um, yeah, Paris just didn't seem nearly as competitive this stage as they did last stage. Yeah, like, last stage, I more likely than not pick them for pickums, And this time, when I, like, when I sit down and actually think it out, I'm like, nah, man. They just... They just I don't I'm not confident when I pick them. And, like, I wish I... I, I I usually try to pick pickums, like statistically, and like how I feel the play style plays against the opponents, which is why like Nas, like I got called out a few times in our group for picking against Valiant. I think once or twice in pickums. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, sorry, man. Like I, I think I when did they which who did they go against that I said that. I think it happened a few times with the charge too. Mm. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, because those are the ones I usually pick to win, and then like, I picked them to lose. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, I just don't like statistically. I don't see them winning. And yeah, I don't like, either. As, unfortunately, as much as I want to believe in them, I was like, I'm, I, I know in my heart they're not going to win it, and that's how I am with Paris Eternal right now. It's like as much as I want to root for them, like and I will still root for them. It's just like I know that they're not gonna win it. I feel like I I want to know what's going on. Like I don't <laughs> when I'm actually gonna know what's going on. But like, is it really yeah. the loss of Damon that's doing this, or is there something else going on? And if it is the loss of Damon, like I hope the new coach can like get them through this. <sighs> it's just it's so sad. Like I didn't get to watch the game because I was out watching Endgame. I can finally like look into spoiler channels. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> yeah, my, my mom comes into my room like, hey, you want to go watch Endgame? I'm like, sure. Yeah, I mean, why'd you say no to that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I can just like look up the scores later. I come home like, oh damn, I guess I didn't have to watch that first game. <laughs> yeah, it it was not a fun game to watch. Uh, it was it was pretty boring to watch, unfortunately. I think what's funny is that like the next so the next game goes to map five, which is uh, Justice versus uh, Boston Uprising. Ah uh, yes, and... Boston, the the kings of the reverse sweep. Yes. What I, okay, what I find really funny is that Endgame is a three-hour movie. So yes. I come out, I 
what did I do? Like I go to the bathroom because three hours. Uh, meet up with my those are my family so we can leave. And I'm texting my boyfriend about like how I just came out the out the movie, and he's like, "Oof, Boston just lost." No, 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 Justice just won. I'm like, oh, Justice won against who? Because I forgot who they're playing. Like, against against Boston. I'm like, wait, hold up a second. This is the second game. That that map, it went to map five and lasted so long that it lasted until I got out of Endgame. Yeah, so uh, Boston, the king of the reverse sweeps, at least this stage, uh, they got reverse swept. And pretty convincingly, too. Like, damn, like, it... I was like, I was really surprised about that because, like, the, the games are set to NAS about, like, an hour and a half, maybe two. But, like, I came out of that, and because they were being taken to map five, I could have still watched the end of it. <laughs> like, damn. They were like, justice was taking them hard. Yep, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you could say Boston was part of two upsets this week, but they were on each side of those upsets. Damn. Yeah. They really, was... the, they really are the uprising. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that game was wild. Like, the, the the absolute mad lads of Washington Justice did it. They reverse swept the reverse sweep kings. They they, they did it for Kate because it's her last game. <laughs> yeah, that too, yeah. Oh, did you see how she dislocated her shoulder? Yeah, and did you hear about how Sleepy is going to take all of the Justice players for ice cream? Oh, that was so cute. He had no ice cream. He was yep. <laughs> so he was so like like awkward during his interview. He was, yes. <laughs> I felt so bad for him, but he was probably still like super giddy over the win, so I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> Most players are super awkward during the post game interviews anyway. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But again, like I can't believe that Kate dislocated her shoulder. I can't believe that either. It was uh awkward. <laughs> she like posted pictures at the hospital getting her shoulder and like back into position yeah <laughs> that like that ice cream better have been worth it yeah that's what i'm gonna say that ice cream better have been worth it for, for all of that and i guess ice cream ice cream's almost always worth it indeed i agree with that like i'm lactose intolerant so <laughs> I, still, I, I still eat ice cream because it's worth it <laughs> that it is that it is and that was like that was a that was a really nice upset. And like then you go into the the next game of of the day and it's dragons versus shock. And I and like that was a game I was really hoping for that to be an upset in. Yeah, so Shock was going for the golden stage, absolutely perfect, 7 0, 28 and 0 map differential. And they were going up against the dragons. Dragons were going to try to play spoiler to that, either to their perfect stage or to the golden stage. Uh, Shock went up 2-0, so it was looking more like Dragons were going to have to just ruin the, the golden stage uh, for San Francisco, but uh, unfortunately for the Dragons, they lost 4 nothing to San Francisco. But once again, that score is not reflective of what the game was like, because the Dragons were definitely very competitive in that regard. Especially on King's Row, like King's yes. Row. Oh, I was like, oh my god, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. Ah, why'd you guys start? Oh, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. Yeah, it's King's like, Row was definitely the highlight to that matchup between the two of them. Those so many close calls, and they ended up going into time bank. So they did yes. Like that was so amazing. 
I was I was so sure that that was the gonna be the one they took it, but they didn't, and I was sad. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was thinking that was gonna happen too, uh. But because but either way, Dragons had clinched their stage playoff uh matchup. Uh, they get to rematch the shock <laughs> in, <laughs> yeah. the, in the playoffs. So they played this week, and they're gonna play each other. Uh, was that Thursday? I think it's when the quarterfinals are supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, so they're gonna go right back to it against the Shock, and the Shock and Dragons actually scrim against each other a lot. So this will definitely be interesting. <laughs> they get the scrim bucks, cash yeah, in the scrim much. bucks. It's just <laughs> yeah, man, that was like like the Dragons didn't have to win that one obviously because uh due to an earlier game that week. The the spot was clinched. Do like the only contender for the spot uh, ended up losing the game they needed to be able to take that spot, and but like they were still going for it, and like, it was so close. Huh, yeah, I was so uh, sad. They, like, were, they were basically trying to fight for playoff seating, I believe, but unfortunately, they since they lost, they were eighth seed, so they are going to go up against San Francisco. Yeah, it's like at that point, it was just it was just playoff seating, and of course, like map differentials for the overall season, like there's still yeah. that. But like still, it's like damn. That was that was that was, that was like despite it being a four zero, it was so much fun to watch. Like I watched like the whole thing. Yeah, it mm. it was actually a very competitive game between the two of them, despite what the score says. <laughs> like that's a, that's one thing that like I hate about like the Overwatch League is like with the scores. Like unless you click on it, you don't actually see the points, so you don't yeah. see like oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, t- they went to the time bank like twice here, and so t- you don't you don't see how competitive some of these matches are. Yeah, for sure. And actually, uh, Paris was actually a pretty good map between the two of them too. We almost got twelve CP. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, wasn't that what? Didn't that game end up tying with like Valiant's game where they were like in second place for most points? I think so. I know uh, Shock set the. The record for the fastest clear time on Paris, which the, the dragons had done Friday, but <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think like because one of one of the games that happened today had so many like time time banks that they had so many points taken that they've now tied with Valiant, but I can't remember if it was that game or not. That, that... It might it might have been honestly, or it was close <sighs> to it rather. Yeah, gotta you gotta love top CP. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a fun game to watch and then the next game uh was also very fun to watch it was well at least to me i don't know about you but it was uh, oh, no, a dynasty it was definitely fun okay because like um it, it was uh another one that unfortunately ended against what i would have wished but it was uh dynasty versus spark so definitely fun to watch yes. oh yeah it, it was more fun to watch because this was literally a battle for the final playoff spot Winner was going to the stage playoffs. Loser was going to be out. So there was quite a bit on the line for both of these teams. And they they came out hard, but Spark ultimately won 3-1. to one. I was like, I was really, I, I, I usually root for Dynasty. Obviously not if they're going up against Valiant. Because I just, I just love the Dynasty. But... Man, that was that was a fun game to watch, and like I wouldn't have to give it to the Spark. They they were playing really really well. Those knots of it was very fun to watch. Oh yeah, Spark, but Spark definitely looked better overall, uh, especially on Rialto. Even though they did go into the extra Fitz. time on Rialto. Oh Fitz! Oh Fitz! Yes, Fitz's uh, uh... little trip on the gondolas was pretty funny. 
<sighs> but uh, IDK was also really popping off on Rialto. He was getting a lot of environmental kills. He was booping yeah. everybody off the map. That was just like... It was, just, it was so fun. Like, I really like Rialto just for that bridge. Because there's so much boop capability. Yeah, the co- I mean, the commentators were having fun with it. Because they were saying that the Dynasty basically became a swim team. Because of how many people were getting booped into the water on that bridge. <sighs> Fitz, man. Like, the second Fitz landed on the gondola, I was like, oh, no! <laughs> yeah, and he took a trip on the gondolas, trying to get back. And then he ultimately killed himself to try to do that. Yeah, because like in the end, the rest of his team was flat. Like, okay, in I go. Yeah, I mean, he killed himself, but I, yeah, by that point, his team was pretty much wiping. So it was just like, okay, this is just a reset. So I'm just gonna kill myself. I kind of want to see a stat of like how many players have been saved by the Gondanas. I don't know if that's actually a stat anybody's watching, because there there was one point during Souls push, I think. And I think it was IDK trying to boot Marvel, but Marvel was saved because he literally landed on a, on the gondola that Fate had missed. In oh, the, yeah. So, and he got back on the stage, but it was, that was a close one, too. He's <laughs> like, I would, like, I could find, I, I feel like that's, that's not one that the game itself will, like, count for you. That's something you have to count manually. So, like, yeah. <laughs> I, pro- I probably have to go to, like, every single Rialto game and count every single boop and, like... And depending on how the uh, the observers are set up, I might even miss some boops that happen and they land on the gondolas, unless the ca- cast is pointed out. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's good. But like, honestly, I kind of want to do that. I-, I know I won't because I don't have time. I have like I have an essay coming up. <laughs> uh, but that would be a really fun thing to know. Like, how many other uh, other players have been saved due to those gondolas? I wish there been quite a few. Yeah, but, that was a, that, mean, that was a fun game to watch, especially because yeah, of that, that was, Oh my god, yeah, that was a very that was a very fun game to watch. Yes, I'm so I'm still not over that. I'm, I I I'll, I just love it when they nan on the gondolas. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're falling. You're like, oh no, I'm going to the drink. Oh oh, never mind. The gondola saved me. <laughs> yeah, they have really really fun games to watch. Like I didn't realize that uh, it was like. On Rialto, it was two to the Spark and one to the Dynasty. I thought it was like two to the Dynasty and one to the Spark. So like, oh, we're going to map five. Like, the Spark has one. I'm like, wait, what? I don't know. How, like, <laughs> I don't know why it hadn't connected with me. I don't know if maybe it's because of, like how Hanamura ended because uh, that was another almost twelve CP, um, and uh, because of the way that uh, Nizawood ended, because. Uh, Dynasty came close, but wh- right when they were coming up to the the square, they were wiped. Unfortunately, ah, what happened? Uh they got the grab off, and wait, who who is on Ryan? Um, not Michelle. Michelle is on Diva. Um, Marvel. Marvel. Marvel got picked off first, and so they had no barrier, and then. Uh, so the diva was peeling a lot for the rest of them and wasn't there to uh, to be able to catch the grab, and they were so they they ended up getting wiped right there right before the square and they were already in overtime. So like that that was when I really thought they were gonna win. So yeah. I guess I guess it didn't really click in my head that they had lost two games already, two maps. And I was like, wait a second, it's not going to map five. <laughs> oh yeah, but that was a fun game to watch. And I, it was. 
sad dynasty isn't making it into the uh, the playoffs, but the Spock made it in, so we got we got two Chinese teams making it in this time. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the fir- the first time Chinese teams have made it into the stage playoffs. That's correct as well. Yeah, because last stage, uh, the Guang Guangzhou Charge was really really close to making it in. Uh, they would have had to beat the Titans though to make it in, and <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, they did not make the cut. But they were out of all the Chinese teams, they were the closest to making it to the stage playoffs last stage. Yeah, that was a pretty fun week to watch. A uh, nice week to end off stage two. I'm excited to see playoffs. I don't think I'm actually gonna go to the arena this time to go and watch them unless like I end up finding another cheap ticket, which I might for one of the uh, the weekday games. Yeah, for the weekday games, I would I would expect you to be able to. Because I think I think they might be they might be selling two for twenty two. No, I don't think they do that for the stage playoffs. Damn. <laughs> hmm. Eh. I'll figure it out. I might go. Like, I would have definitely gone if Dynasty made it in. But, to you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, and then our boys played on yesterday, Saturday, May the 4th. That was an awesome watch party that day. Huh? Yeah. You were there. <laughs> it was super fun. I had a really good pizza, though. <laughs> Yep, so the Hunters were basically playing for a playoff spot. Uh, if they won, they had they were going to get in. If they lost, they were going to be eliminated. And if you've been yeah, if you've been paying attention, uh, we said that the Dragons got in because a team lost that was trying to get in. And, and what do you know? <laughs> yeah, Valiant Vanyan... beat the Hunters. Valiant was playing spoiler for them this this time around, and. <sighs> poor pandas, poor pandas. Like we, but we did it for the dragons, for the dragons to finally make it in. Because I believe yep. that uh, if they had beaten Valiant, if with a higher map differential, they would have taken uh, the dragon spot. And because of the dragons were going to up against the shock, they had a really, really low chance of being able to rack up enough like points to be able to beat yep. them out. Yeah. So it was definitely looking more in. The hunter's favor, but Valiant played spoiler. And I was so happy. It goes so much fun. Like I, I miss going to watch parties. Like I love going to the arena, but watch parties are not a fun because like food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it took five maps, but the the boys did it. They really did. Like, oh my god, the on oh, which which map was it? Um, Gibraltar. There was a C nine there. A nice little back cap. Oh, oh like, yeah. <laughs> and the entire bar was just screaming, like, there's somebody on the point. <laughs> C9, back up. Like, everybody was dying there. I feel, I feel a bit bad for the other people who are at the bar just there to watch, like, sports and stuff. Because here we are, like, <laughs> screaming at these video games that they probably don't understand. Because, like, people who are working there were, like, asking um, the people running the event... Like, I forget her name. I keep forgetting her name, but she's one. She's a new like events coordinator, I believe. Um, but she was there, and like they were asking her, like, "Hey, what's what is this anyway? How does this work out?" And um, oh, I I partially blame her for us going to a map five <laughs> because <laughs> so we 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 have won two maps, and she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we just like there's only one map left," and it's like. Knock on wood, right now. She looks at me like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, realizes that, yeah, if uh, if the Hunters win this next map, we're going to go into a map five. 
So I like see I'm like it's only her fault. She jinxed us. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a back and forth match. Uh actually Valiant won all the odd numbered maps. Because they won the yeah. first map, they lost the second map, they won the third map, lost the fourth, and then won the fifth. <laughs> yeah, it was a perfect pattern. It was. One, three, five. See, that was, that was, you see, Valiant has decided that they are not going to go with the sweeps uh, uh, challenge thing on their Pnejit, which is yeah. why they uh, aren't getting sweeps or reverse sweeps. Mm-hmm. <sighs> such a shame. I'm going to have to change my pledge because of that. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, the first game was so much fun to watch. Oh my god, I I I love King of the Hill. I love King of the Hill. It's so much fun to watch. Yeah, Control is definitely one of the more fun fun map types to watch. Not just because Valiant seems to be pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Control's definitely been always been one of the Valiant's uh, stronger map types. Unlike um, two CP. Oh, two CP. Two CP is their bane. <laughs> I remember watching, uh, they make it, you know, when they first tried to get onto the second point of Paris, they came weeny weeny close to getting one tick, and the entire time I was screaming, just get a tick, just get a tick, just get a tick! And they came so close, and they get pushed off, so they didn't even get the tick. I was so mad! (laughs) Oh, like, they they just, they were completely, like, held off. The entire time, I was so mad. I was like, you were so close. And he never came that close to getting the tick again. I was so mm. mad. That was our one chance to get the tick. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the Hunters comes in and just like roars over them. Like, no! But it's 2CP, so I was expecting it, but no! <laughs> yeah, but then after that, it was King's Row, which is arguably one of our best maps, uh, even last season. And the boys managed to eke out the win there. And they almost gave me a heart attack doing that. Mm. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> like, oh my god, they're gonna... Oh god, t- how many times did they almost get booped off? Oh my god. Too many oh. times. <laughs> oh, every time, and like, at one point, Gate almost gets booped off. I'm like, no! And then, um, Kareev almost gets booped off. I'm like, no! I think, I think Kareev, like, almost got booped off in Transcendence. Or right before he popped Trans. I can't remember right now. But I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> it, was, it was so stressful because it was right there, right at the end. Yeah. But oh, <laughs> honestly, uh, I was I was almost expecting it to go to a uh, to a time bank just because it came so close to the wire. Yeah. But like Van and Vance capped all three points and managed to hold off the hunters from capping the last one. Oh, but that was that the. That was so scary! <laughs> it was. It was a very intense map. Uh, and then they went to Gibraltar after that, and we already kind of said that, discussed uh, that one with the back cap. <laughs> God, yeah. Valiant, the unfortunately, did not goal. pick up a point on that map. <laughs> like, I'm, re- I'm really happy that they, uh, that it was a, it was an event where they allowed under 21 to go. Because, like, like, I got to, I got to be there with my friends but I was also very unhappy because I was not allowed to drink and after that game I definitely needed a drink <laughs> I think I think most people ordered a drink after that map I mean they they, they should have I mean I definitely had a drink after that one like I remember seeing a picture of Briggsy like collapsed on the floor in the arena just because of that, that that map like that back cap <laughs> and then like Valiant couldn't even take the first point of Gibraltar and like I don't know. I think that it's just bad at Gibraltar. 
Ah, I see. I've seen uh, like... Yeah, as far as escorts go, I don't think they've Valiant ever been particularly great at Gibraltar. Yeah. Escort, just like hybrid, they've always been pretty good at, but Gibraltar was like the one that they always really struggled with. Because Dorado, they were always pretty dang good with, and Route 66, they were always pretty dang good at. And Paris. Not Paris, um, what's it called? Rialto. I was thinking of the other, Oh, like, Rialto, yeah. The other European yeah, you, city. You, you confused me there for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, I got, I got confused with the other, um, uh, other European city. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like those, those are the ones that they're good at. And then I like, get, I saw that it was Gibraltar. I'm like, no! Like, flashbacks to when the fuel, like, got ran into, like, miss out on their perfect stage. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the map that, like, nasted for, for Valiant. It was, yeah. <sighs> it, was, it was so sad, so sad. <laughs> the flashbacks. But that did push them into a, into a uh, map 5, so, which was, uh, it was Busan, and Busan's pretty fun to watch with Valiant. Uh, that it is, yeah. <sighs> it was like, okay, so at the bar, as Busan was uh, ending, the, fir- the first uh, point of Busan was ending, like it, the the stream ends up buffering and stuff, so it stops. We're like, stop, refresh, refresh, refresh. And we're like screaming for a refresh, and the people that are like not understanding what's going on. So, so my boyfriend pulls out his phone because he has unlimited data, and like pulls up the stream, and we're just like commentating what's going on to the rest of the bar while we're waiting for the stream to be fixed on the screens. <laughs> we're like, they're almost waiting, they're almost waiting. Oh, they gotta pick, they gotta pick, they gotta pick. And then like they got, we were like, they got the map, they got the map, and they finally got the stream back and fixed. It was like over a minute behind so the, the next point was still going when they already started the next point so they had to like completely refresh and we had you didn't have all access so we had to go through ads oh, oh wait, wait. Oh, yeah it was sucked so we just had this stream open on phones so so people could see what was going on yeah <laughs> that's like the worst map to have like streaming issues with because it's it's that's the game like whoever wins this match wins the game yeah. <laughs> Everybody that was freaking out when that happened. It was so much fun. That's not a fun. Oh, yeah. And I'm getting, getting to watch the Vanyard win. Yep. So the boys finished three and four first stage two. Uh, ended it on a high note. And now three and 11 overall. <laughs> Didn't have the, the best uh, stage, but better than last stage. Oh, yeah, for sure. And th- they were in contention for the stage playoffs. Uh, but... Unfortunately, they lost to Dallas, which basically eliminated them. But, I mean, it was still a much better stage overall from the boys. Definitely. I'm really proud of them. They they pulled out a win in the end. Oh, yeah. So, I'm proud of them. I mean, we're going to be waiting a little while before we see them all back up on stage. Because uh, stage three literally does not start for a month. I think first day is June 6th, and we're recording on May 5th. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, we're going to be waiting a little while. Yeah, but, you know, it gives them a chance to, like, relax a bit, maybe make some changes, do some scrims, fix things up. Like, one change they've definitely made, not bad, but one, one switch they made that's definitely shown improvement, I guess, Kareev back on support. Yes, because... they moved Kareev, yeah, they moved Kareev back onto support, basically, like, for the Zen play, uh, because I would, I would argue his Zen is better than Izayaki's, but Izayaki, I think, is a better overall support player, because Izayaki's Anna's very, very good. Yeah, like, Izayaki has, like, I think transcendences are the worst with Izayaki. I don't think he really, he doesn't, he doesn't know the best time, no, he doesn't know how to, I guess, prioritize it or something, like, 
he he pops it at the wrong times most of the times, and like it, it's really sad because everything else with his Zen is amazing. Like he is like Joe Nack Neville with everything but his transcendences. Pretty and much, yeah. And like, and saw a lot of people were like, "Oh, why didn't they put in Curry Vernier? Like, why wasn't he back on support by the start of the stage and stuff?" Well, you have to ease him back in. He hasn't been playing support at all. Yeah, he he's just been basically. DPSing. And, I mean, Kareev's Zarya, because, I mean, playing Goats, I mean, his Zarya really, really wasn't good. It really I mean, wasn't. I hate to say it. But, yeah, his his Zarya was bad. He's definitely much more comfortable on DPS in that matter with, like, his Widow, but KSF definitely fit into the Zarya role much, much better than Kareev, and that seems like that's the change they needed to get it to start working and clicking. Because, like, j- just that one change, putting... Putting KSF on the Zarya instead of Kareev made a big improvement. And then switching out Kareev back into the role of the flex support and taking out Izayaki also did an improvement. Like, I'm hoping they work with Izayaki to maybe help out with those transcendences. Because I think overall, Izayaki is the better player. But, like, Kareev has more, like, I guess experience would be a good word to say. And, like, he, he definitely does some stuff he definitely is better at. He's, he is more flexible as well. Because, like, say they need a last-minute Widow for, like, double snipers or something. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. They, they need something. Uh, he can he can hop on that. which is, Or, like, him on Hog. Or, oh, I, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> something. Like, he's very he's a lot more flexible, which is why it's, something's better to run him. Like, if you want to do maybe more of an honor-based comp, you might run Izayaki. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I'm really hoping they work on Izayaki's like Zen play, so he's he can play more because it'd be really really because sometimes like you have to do that mass minute switch to Zen over Liana, so it'd be nice to be able to have him in there and know that he can play the Zen when they need it. Yep. But I mean, I'm really happy that they're like switching things up and like putting him back on support. And to everybody who was saying like, why didn't they put in Kurivania? Like they they probably weren't scrimming with him on the the snack support role so he wouldn't he wouldn't really know what to do like yeah he has experience but he does like goats he hasn't played support on goats at all yeah it's a de- it's definitely a different play style so you can't just put him back in though and expect him to be good like you'd rather run your chances with having izayaki in than kareev like even if kareev is the overall better player since he hasn't been screaming with them it's better to just put izayaki in it's just like it's yeah. it's it's just something that's like kind of you'd expect it to be common sense. You're like, oh, he hasn't been screaming. Of course, he's not going to be playing. But some people just don't seem to understand that. Yeah, and I mean, I like when they get agilities off of Brig and get him onto Baptiste. Yeah, I feel like I feel like agilities is much more comfortable on Baptiste than he is on the Brig. I feel like most players stuck in Brig Hell are more comfortable on Baptiste. Like, we, like I always bring up Rascal. Because, like, he, I think, uh, he was the first one I noticed that they switched from uh, Brig to Baptiste. But, yeah, they, like, they run him on Baptiste, and it works well. Like, actually, they put Rascal on Ana at one point in last game. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was pretty funny. And, like, every time they, like, put Brig Hell players onto, like, a different hero, like, yes, good, good, get them out of Brig Hell. Yeah, yeah get them out of that jail. <laughs> Because it's, it's one of those things where, like, like I've mentioned before, like, even if they're terrible at the hero, it's better to have a player that's terrible at the hero than not having that hero in there at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's something that's so strange. Like, even if you're bad at it, it's better than not having it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like with Mercy meta. Back before they, like, fixed their Valkyrie, 
when she could do the the like double instant dresses. <sighs> that was just like <laughs> like it doesn't matter if you're like I I see it in like Natter all the time. Like it didn't matter how bad you were at mercy. It's it's better to have that mercy than yeah. not have a mercy at all. Yep, I remember those days. <laughs> Get getting Toby out of mercy hell and back onto Nuzio. <laughs> like I remember they kept trying to run Ryuji Hong on Ana and sometimes it worked they like maybe maybe take a map I think but they and or maybe play a point but they'd have to go back to Mercy and that's just how it is now in GOATS like if you don't have the brig you can't win like, yeah, unless you much. unless unless you win one of those like mini DPS heavy comps and get a snowball you won't win yeah <laughs> and you still don't win that on defense like you go back mm. to GOATS on defense and have the brig uh, yep well, yeah, that was Vanna's game. Um, I'm excited to see the next stage because it's so far ahead. Yep, yeah, so we have the stage playoffs coming up next week, or it's coming week, however you want to say it. And then after that, we have the All-Star Weekend, quote, <laughs> quote-unquote. Well, like, now they just call it, wait, do they still call it the All-Star Weekend? Or, let me double check. I think they were calling it the All-Star Weekend. Yeah, let's double check. Because it's, it's not during the weekend, it's during the week. Uh... Yeah, it says All Stars. Let's see what the no-go says. Yeah, it just says yeah, All just Stars says All Los stars. Angeles. Yeah, because last, okay. last, last year they called it the All Star Weekend or something. This time it's just All yeah. Stars. And, oh, I hate, I hate, I hate. It's on a Wednesday. Ah, I have classes on Wednesday. Huh. Yeah, I don't understand why it's on a Wednesday and Thursday. Like, like everybody what? I've talked to about this says that there's a high chance that they're doing this because. Uh, teams want to take the players back home for a break, and they might be flying out that Friday, or they might be like, cause yeah, the, you want to get them back home as soon as possible. So doing the All Stars on a weekday instead of like the the weekends, so they have more time. But at the same time, I don't understand why they couldn't have done it like Thursday, Friday, cause those are the regular season days. They they don't play on Wednesday at all during the regular season. So what's the point of putting it there? It really screws over the viewership a lot because honestly no one's gonna go yeah it's it starts at 6 p.m on a wednesday think about the traffic to get there yeah and and that's for the talent takedown that starts at six on wednesday but like i wanted to like the what i was most excited to see was the talent takedown that's like so much fun to watch because you see the the talent you see the talent trash talking each other and i wanted to go see that but i have a class that's during that time like sometimes i get off the class early and honestly, if I asked, the professor might let me out because I'm really far ahead in that class. I took a test early and everything. So I could probably ask <laughs> and he would just net me like skip class on Wednesday. And just like, because I, I, I have like an entire week where I can get ahead in, my, in all my work. But that's like the only way I can go to the game is, is because I happen to have that week that I'm ahead. But other people yeah. aren't that lucky. Like people can't get out of work like that. Yeah, but I mean, we get the Widowmaker 1v1s again. Hopefully, they don't drag on as long as they did last year. Yeah, because they and only they have split, slotted. They split it into uh... two again, yeah. They have it slotted at 7.15 for the quarterfinals and semifinals, and then the 1v1 oh, finals so at late. 10.30. Yeah, the final starts at 10.30. That's really late. Like, so... I don't even know if I'll be able to watch it because I, I get up early for work. <laughs> yeah, they're really screwing over the viewership with this. Yeah. And the All-Star Arcade's at 8.30, which should be fun, but again, why so late? Why during the week? Yeah, like, there's nowhere I can make it to watch Honor that unless I get a ride home. The last train of the day, I think it's out somewhere around 9-something. 
So I would miss the Widowmaker finals. That's like that's so late. Like everybody who is has to go to work the next day, they can't stay. That arena's gonna be empty. Yeah. And the people who are watching it, like, yeah, you like, you'll get the people from like other countries in other time zones, but then you're not gonna get the people like in the U.S. at all, which is yeah. usually like your main demographic. It's yeah. just, I don't know. I mean, it's. And I really want to watch the arcade too because they're doing some, <laughs> they're doing some really freaking fun sounding, uh, art games for the arcade mode. Did they announce which one's still doing? Uh, yes, they did. So I, I I must have missed that one. Let me see the events. Is did they already have it on events or did or they just think? Oh, you get two. Uh, yeah, you get two yeah, times the Neek tokens during this. Yes, that too. <laughs> but uh, okay, I'm... yeah, okay, I found it now. Yeah, just I mean, just look at just look at the comps they're playing. Yeah, Sibnian rivalry. So six v six, three Genjis, three Hanzos. That would be so funny. But it's on <laughs> Hanamura, so it makes sense. If they're gonna play out the the, the short. <laughs> oh my god! Then you got Hienos never dies. All supports one hero limit. Oh yes, uncontrolled yeah, Nepal. Uh, Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible damage. Six v six damage only. Honeywood. Yeah, one hero limit on that one as well. And then keeping the peace, 6v6 McCree's... Oh my god. Six high noons. I I kind of wish the keeping the peace one was a 6v6 three McCree's three ashes because that would have been funny to see too. Oh, that would have been fun. But I think because because of Bob, it would have been very breaking. So yeah, because we don't have any tanks only. to do like to for yeah Bob. to mitigate yeah to mitigate Bob damage and all that. So that's probably why. But it still would have been fun. And then, like speaking of tanks, thanks but no tanks is the tiebreaker map. Yeah, six v six, no no tanks, one hero limit high, hybrid on Blizzard World. Oh, that'd be fun. What like I feel like every team would have a brig just because she's technically not a tank, but she has a uh, shield. Technically, yeah, technically she is a support. Yeah, and she has a shield. Oh, poor tank. Sylvine. Oh, this... Wait, they don't play any tanks at all. Nope, there's no tanks at all. <laughs> oh, rip tanks. <laughs> oh, but that'd be funny. You can see, like, I don't know, put Nao's, like, I don't know, super on Genji. And then you put, like, Ryu Jaehong on McCree. Yeah, it's it's going to be pretty hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's, it's going to be fun. I'm excited to see this. Damn, I really want to go. Oh, I might just, I might talk to my professor and see if I can get out of that class. Because I, I am a week <laughs> um, ahead. Yeah, and then the talent takedown, they haven't announced the rosters yet. Uh, they're drafting those rosters later. But that is going to be a three-map set, 6v6, lockout, elimination, escort, and control. So we'll see. Should be fun. I mean, the talent takedown last year was was really fun as heck, and there I hope it's so fun again this year. There was so much trash talking. There was yes, and they're they're gonna have players cast the match again. So I'm, I mean, we had Custa, uh, casting the match last se- last season. So, I mean, I'd like to see him do it again, but we'll see. Either way, the players casting the games are freaking fun. It'd be that's gonna be fun to watch. Net Zoe Tank, Net Zoe Tank. Oh God, yes. I w- I actually I really do want to see. Zoe play tank. Like I like I find it so funny that Zoe had to had to play Mercy because she was literally the only player on the team that knew how to play Mercy. Like oh my god, yeah. you guys, you got you guys have to learn some healers. Come on. 
Yeah. What was it? It's like it takes Sideshow an average of two maps to start feeding, was it? Yeah, I was actually about to ask if they're going to update that uh, that stat for, for the town takedown this this season because last year when he saw that after the game, he was like, no, it takes one map. <laughs> yeah, that is so. It now takes half a map. <laughs> oh, good lord. It's just going to start... It's gonna start snowballing. But like it kind of shows the importance of having a good support player. Oh yeah. Because we got to see uh, Soyeon tank uh, during the no preseason games they had because they had uh, some of the like community streamers and stuff that that, that work for the teams playing with the talent. And we yeah. got we got to see Soy on was it I think I think it was mostly Diva. And I was like yes I believe yes so yeah. Like, yes, yes, we finally got to see her off message because they had, like, they had a bunch of support players because Fran and Karki are both support. Uh, so we got to see, we got yeah. to see her off support. Uh, it was so, so fun. Nice. So it's going to be fun to see, like, who plays who now. We're going to get to see the Puck Fist again. I sure hope so. Because <sighs> freaking, freaking Puck Fist. Like, I don't think we even like, got to see the Puck Fist. I think it was just, like, complaining about not being able to play Doom Fist. Yeah, I think we only saw the Puck Fist like one map. I think it was just yeah. King's Row that he played the I think, Puck Fist. I think so. I, think, like, I could be wrong. I, I remember because uh, Pucket was saying how how he's like a 19 fan now because he kept playing Doom Fist. Oh, yeah. So it'd be and funny. Then... He, he learns from 19, so he's able to play it during the talent takedown. Yeah. <laughs> and then what was it? Was it Monty last season that reported. Uh... Reported himself it? for sandbagging, yeah. Yeah, 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 he reported himself for sandbagging, yeah. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you, observers, for showing that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, it's, so, it's so much. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, oh, I'm seriously considering, like, skipping that class. It's like, like I said, I'm a week ahead. Kids, at home, don't skip classes unless you're a week ahead. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Cause like I get, I normally get out of that class like sometime between like six and six thirty. The class actually ends at six thirty five, but yeah, like everything, everything's <laughs> super fast since there's like nobody there, and I I usually get out of that class early anyway. But doesn't like unless I have a ride there waiting for me, there's no way I'll make it to the arena in time. And like, so I'd have I'd have to completely miss that class to get there on time. Oh, why is it on a Wednesday? I specifically got. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so that I could go to the arena if I wanted to. Yeah, well, uh, Overwatch League decided to throw you a curveball. <laughs> I feel really bad for the people who have to work that day, too. Like, like say you really wanted to go, and like, oh, nope, you have work that day. I, I, okay. I actually really did, did, did want to go. Yeah. But I, but I have, I, I work. <laughs> now, and you have such a far commute. I do. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, there's no way you can make it. Like, you could make it, but you'll miss, like, half of it, and you'll be exhausted, and then you have such a non- like, such an early morning, you won't even- like, there's no point in you staying. There's no point in you going, because you only get to stay. Like, that's yeah, not fair. I, would, I wouldn't be able to stay to see a lot of it. Like, it's, it's so unfair. Oh, that really pisses me off. It, it does. It pisses me off, too, and I hope to God next season they they put it back on the weekend. Just to keep the viewership up and so people can actually go and watch. <laughs> uh, it sucks. That's all I got to say. It sucks. It does suck. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. It sucks. So I was talking to my friends and like, yeah, 6, 6 p.m. isn't going to work for us. Like, we're going to be stuck in traffic during that. 
Everybody will be stuck in traffic. Like I've gone there on weekdays, and like I've like I've had friends being like, "Hey, can you save me a seat? I'm running late in traffic." And like, girl, this arena is empty. Like you can get here, and I don't even have to save you a seat, and you'll still get one up front. So that's yeah. how empty it was, and that's how it's gonna be for this. Huh, it's not fair. Huh. But oh, like <laughs> the date's already set. There's nothing we can do about that. Yeah, unfortunately. But they're gonna be fun to watch. I'm really hoping a Valiant player does make it onto the the roster because they're still they're still going to do uh where the staff gets to choose some of the players. So it's not just yep. the starting six that have been chosen by um voting. And let me find the roster again real quick. Cause the Atlantic division ended up being uh Jonak and Pine from NYXL, Fusions for from Boston Uprising, Carpe from Fusion. It's kind of confusing. Yeah. <laughs> and Poco Arc. from Fusion. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Poco from Fusion. They have them switched. Yeah. They rest of them were like next to each other. And then yeah. you got um, Arc from the from the Justice. That that makes up your uh, Atlantic Division starting roster. Let's see. What is it? Ah. And then the Pacific Division starting roster is Jinmu, Ameng, and Yavelta from the Hunters. And then you got Neda and Ryuji Hong from Soul Dynasty. And let's see if I say this right. Gushui from, yes, the, from the Sparks. Like, yeah, that's just starting roster. So no Valiant players. Not surprised because of uh, how the first stage went down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, I, I'm, I, I, I highly suspect that space will be picked up at least for the, like, the rest of the roster that gets picked by the talent. I really hope at least he does. If not, like maybe Costa. Because I feel like Costa would be. Yeah, I have I have a feeling I have a feeling space is more likely to pick than Costa. Yeah, I feel like like I feel like Costa had more of a chance of being voted in just because people wanted to see him play. Because I saw a lot of people being like, oh yeah, I'm gonna vote for Costa just so I get to see him play. Like that's literally why everybody was saying to vote for him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was so funny. They're like, oh he doesn't get to play. Let's put him in the All-Stars. In the end, he gets yeah. up playing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah I, yeah, I feel like Space is the one most likely. Maybe KSF, because KSF's been popping off. Well, that is true too, yeah. Yeah, but I think most likely Space. So I'm hoping at least one player does make it in, so we get to like talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure we're going to do an episode on it anyway, but like gives us a oh, incentive. Oh, definitely will. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's that's your like. Lots of people are mad about the uh, about how the rosters, the starting lineup came out because there's like three uh hunters players on the Pacific Division team, and like as soon as that came out, people were like, oh, why are those three from the same team? There should be like a rule that there's only one player per team that can be on the starting roster. You guys didn't have this problem last year when the Atlantic Division was on of the NYXL. Except for one yeah. <laughs> one player. Like, I saw no one complaining about it last year. And now everybody's complaining about it this year just because three players from the Hunters ended up on the Pacific Division starting roster? Come on, guys. What's going on? Like, what I find super funny is that people were, like, mad that, like, Titans and Shock players didn't end up on this roster. And they had no problem with it being all... Like, they're like, oh, it should be the best players on that division. And obviously the best players are on the best teams. So you're saying it should be on of just 
Titans and Shark, but you also only want one player per team. You're not making sense here. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it's so frustrating. Like, you can't have only players from the top teams, yet only have one player per team. Like, this is something that's, like, fan-voted. You're not going to get, a, like, a concise team here. Like, you're going to get two off tanks. Like, that happened last last, uh, um, last season. Well, we had, like, what, two off tanks or was it two flex supports? I think it was two flex supports. I remember, I remember it being, like, I think I think that was, like, on the Atlantic division that we had two flex supports. I think it was two flex supports. I could be wrong, though. Yeah, I remember, I remember it being, like, two of one like type of player and like that's what happens because this is fan voted in but yeah. like you can't you can't say that there should be a rule of one player per team yet you have no issues with it the the, the thing the the starting roster being entirely of like all titans players or all shark players or all nyxl players like you're you're not like you you think like, there's no like awareness there that what you're asking for connects with what you're asking for. Yeah. <laughs> like really nasty. Like the same people. Like I'll ask people like, well, you had no problem with NYXL being the entirety of the Anatic Vision last season. So why do you have a problem with it now? That just because it's not like, I guess, the top team of the league. Like you can only have an entire roster being devoted to one team if it's the top team. Like, that's like, it's kind of messed up. It is. It's very messed up. And, like, the top players aren't necessarily on the top team. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have players who do... Like, I believe it was uh, Fnetta from Soul Dynasty. Well, before he was on Soul Dynasty, he was on a team that was always losing throughout the entirety of Apex. And then he gets picked up by uh, by the Soul Dynasty. Because I don't believe he was on Nunatakai. Um... But yeah, like sometimes you have great players on terrible teams. So like you you're going to have and of course people are gonna choose the hunters to be on the starting roster. They're fun to watch. Of course you're gonna oh, get yeah. aiming. You got you want that hamster. Exactly. <laughs> you want the hamster. It's it's frustrating that people are like so bitter over it. Like you think I'm not a little upset that no Banyan player made, made it on the starting roster. I'm not gonna go out and say that China cheated. Like, we all had the right to vote. If you're mad about who got voted in, oh well, we all could have voted. Mm-hmm. Now you get to vote for both divisions too. Yes, that is true. So you can't even say that like, oh, they like the entirety of China voted for the Pacific Division team. No, they got to they got to influence both divisions. And the entirety of the Atlantic division got to influence the Pacific division too. So, like, you, can, you can't even say that. Like, everybody could have voted for both divisions. If you're, if you're salty over who got picked, oh well. Like, you still got the talent to, to pick who else gets in. Like, there's no cheating here. Everybody could have voted. Need to say yes. <laughs> Just, like, the All-Stars this game, this, this season's, like, pissing me off so much. <laughs> At least they got cool skins. They do got some cool skins, yeah. I want that Mercy skin! <laughs> That's totally not why I had uh, the games running the entire time on my laptop and like farming tokens. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't get, I didn't get the skins last year! I was so mad! 
Like, I missed them out by a day. I just got, like, I got my financial aid, like, the day of the NAS game. So, like, I didn't, like, and I still had, I still had to buy all my textbooks and everything for school. So, I, I, like, by the time all that was done, they closed out the sales for the skins. And I was like, no. Oh, that sounds like it was, uh, fun for you. <laughs> yeah, I was so sad. <laughs> but I do have a chance to get them this year. Because I do have you money do. set aside. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm hoping to get enough tokens so I can at least buy the Mercy one without paying. Because I do want both Mercy and Lucio if he has enough playing both. But like, I don't think I'm gonna get enough tokens Ooh, unless I get a, unless I get a, a lot of 100 drops. I oh, really don't wanna. Good. I don't wanna pay money for them. <laughs> but like, I am winning for that Mercy. Which which skin do you like more, the Mercy or the Lucio? Uh, I like the Mercy skin better than the Lucio one. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Hmm, good choice. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, the, that's the R stars that's coming up. Uh, I, I really don't want to go. I really want to go. But I don't know if I can. Because it's in a weekday. Ah! Same. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if McVanian does make it in, if they're going to do like, a video on it. Because that'd be fun. Uh, it would be fun, and I hope some somebody from the Valiant makes it. Yeah, just like, just like, like the, the videos, like another video with um, Custer and Mickey, please. Oh, yes, that would be amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, speaking of videos, Valiant has put out three videos this week uh, to make up for last week, where they only had one. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, Gamer Snacks did come out the day after we finished recording. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one comes out tomorrow after we're finished recording either. <laughs> Seriously, like, they keep doing this. David, come on. <laughs> but this uh, week's game of snacks was a strawberry hand pie, and Kareev does not seem to understand that you do not eat it all in one bite. Yeah, and he said it didn't really look good, but he ate it anyway. <laughs> he's like, he's just making fun of Agenities when he's cutting it. He's like, looks like what is it? It looks like crap. And like, uh, oh yeah, he thought it said it looked like crap, and he's like, what? He's like, no, crab, crab. And he's like, oh, crab. Yeah, I was like, I was like, dude, really? You 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 making fun of the way he's cutting it? But you still eat it. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, oh, I find it funny is that they had the Nutena there, but they had to rip off the navel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't accidentally piss off future, uh, like, partners, I guess. I think yeah, that's what David said. sponsors. Yeah. Yeah, it looked really good. It was, it's strawberry with Nutena. Like, mm -hmm. come on, man. And a Kareem. And a Kareem, yes. Oh, that reminds me, the Hunters, uh, like, free pre-game graphic thing that they did was a Game of Snacks like, version where Genities was cooking with the panda and then the after game one it showed the recipe and it said Akareev. Akareev is needed for victory. <laughs> See, the Game of Snacks were telling us on and on they just needed a Akareev. Game of true. Snacks, man. Game of Snacks. I want to try this one but like they keep asking for like puff pastry like dough and stuff and I never get any. I need to buy some. I don't have any on Same. hand. <laughs> Yeah, I never have any on hand either. But yeah, they looked really good. I do want some. Yeah. Like, I know these are so simple and easy to make, but this doesn't mean I have the ingredients for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then the next episode, not episode, the next video was another episode of Custom News Network. And this one was a lot more newsy rather than, like, Overwatch news. Yeah, there really wasn't anything over Overwatch in this one. I think it was mostly, like, um... Stuff about Game of Thrones, Iron Man's on the thumbnail, so uh, Endgame's oh, corners. Oh, because, I mean, Avengers was, was <laughs> yeah. big. 
And game spoilers incoming. Yep. Like, as soon as I said he was, like, spoilers, I clicked ahead because I hadn't watched Avengers yet. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they talked about Sonic. Like, oh, get that off my screen. Oh, uh, yeah, please don't, don't, don't bring that back up. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, one of the chats I'm in, like, they're just, like, spamming cursed images of Sonic, and I'm dying. I said you guys one of them. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> I do remember that one, yeah. I was just like, that's just one of the cursed images. Oh, I'm it's sure so bad. I've seen... I have seen many, so I do not doubt you. I just... Custa, why? Why do you bring that back up? I know it's big news, <laughs> but no! Yeah, that's... That was not more, like, newsy. He did rip off the goats. Off the wall. He did, yeah. Yeah, he did, to, to break the curse of goats. He did. And it kind of helped. Kind of helped. Uh, it seemed like it, yeah. Yeah, it was a decent enough episode. Those goats, those spoilers. I'm mad at you for the spoilers. And the Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a nice custom I think he finally ironed that, that shirt. It looks like it, yeah. So, it finally doesn't end to that saga. For now. For now. The next Ugh. shirt. <laughs> no. And then... The um, shirt won't be ironed, I swear. Oh my god, no. <laughs> but yeah, and then the last uh, video of the week was a Star Wars X Overwatch like ranked video. And um, Custa had questionable choices. Very questionable. Uh, I mean, is that really up for debate? He, what did, I think he put, what did I say that he put, uh, the Phantom Menace as number two? Yeah, he put the Phantom Menace up pretty <sighs> high, and even I was like, what? <laughs> like, Costa, I know that you're from Australia and you're upside down, but I think everybody <laughs> can agree that the, like, maybe, I don't know if he did it for nostalgia, because, like, uh, I think he mentioned that it was mostly for nostalgia, because I think he said it was the first Star Wars movie he had ever seen in the theaters. No, no, the first one he ever saw in theaters was uh, The Force Awakens, which he put to number five, because that, and I believe Space put The Force Awakens as number two, if I remember correctly. Oh, maybe I'm, yeah, maybe I'm getting some little details mixed up on the two of them. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, he did, because The Force Awakens is the one he said he watched first in theaters. Oh, okay. <sighs> but, damn, like, ugh! Like I I I rewatched some uh, some of the Star Wars recently with my friends, and when we put on a Phantom Menace, like my friend Nitsuni fell asleep. Like we were watching, uh, goodbye. Jar Jar Binks. Goodbye. <laughs> so what you're saying I, is Jar Jar Binks is your I'm, favorite? Uh, bye bye. The episode. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a lot of very questionable uh, choices and. Things going on in this video. Was, oh, Custa, we're taking you to In and Out. Bye. <laughs> like, man, how do you? Even I wonder if you would like, take us up on that In and Out offer, actually. Yeah, well, okay, Custa, uh, we're putting you on the show and you're going to have to explain your questionable choices. <laughs> actually, like, I wonder if I can, like, because the last time we tried to get somebody on the show was Verbo, but like as soon as that started getting any well, he got dropped. So. Oh yeah, that 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 did happen. Wait, we never leaked that, did we? I don't think we did. I don't think we ever, we kind of leaked it to NC because NC loves like Verbo is like her favorite player. So we kind of leaked it to her, but I don't think we ever leaked it publicly that Lama was talking uh, with Verbo about maybe seeing if you can do like a quick interview for the show. But that has to go through PR. Like, they have to say, like, oh, yeah, it's okay to do that interview. So, which yeah. is, we were, we were waiting on, like, her to, like, go through that, like, talk to PR about it when he got dropped. 
And I was just like, God damn it. So like, I'm kind of like, what if we like start talking to PR about like doing a interview with Custa and they drop Custa? Uh, no, they won't do that. I don't want to. I don't. Care. I don't want us to be cursed. <laughs> it wouldn't be cursed. But yeah, um, yeah, that'd be funny to have him on the show and have him explain his questionable choices. Yeah, I, I would definitely want to ask him some questions about about his choices. <laughs> <laughs> we bring him on the show just to talk about Star Wars. If that's what we must do, then that's what we must do. Because honestly, like, I can stop liking the Phantom Menace because of nostalgia. I can understand that, but oh, it's so bad. It re- it really is. I, I I'm a big Star Wars fan, but yeah, that movie's just bad. Like I won't blame you for liking it. I really won't. But I don't understand how you could still rank it as number two. Yeah, the, I mean, the highlights of that movie for me is the lightsaber battle with Qui Gon Jinn, Obi Wan, and Darth Maul, and maybe the pod racing scene. But that's about it. There's nothing yeah. else redeeming about that movie. <laughs> like I, I like the pod racing. The pod racing school. Yeah, I mean, um, even the like the final battle scene, if you want to call it that, with them flying in space and then battling in the city, like that was pretty boring to me. The the, the actual lightsaber fight was I feel like, like the highlight to me. I feel like they tried too much to mirror a New Hope because like all 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 the movies, uh, all the prequels like mirrored the original trinity. They all Wait, had... should we be saving these for for Custa, or should we talk about this now? I mean, I thought we're actually going to be custom on here just to talk about Star Wars. True. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what's I saying? Yeah, the, all the original trilogy is mirrored in the, uh, in the prequels. And I feel like they tried too hard to mirror it because they, they had that scene where they basically, like, do this, like, when they, they, the Death Stars, like, explosion thing, like, they basically recreate that. Like almost exactly with like little Anakin in in the little spaceship, like yeah, space station, wherever the hell it was supposed to be exactly. They tried so hard to mirror that, like everything, and like you know how Obi Wan died. Like okay, spoiler alert, just for the people who get mad. Like Obi Wan dies in like the first movie of the original trilogy, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, sorry, and then I'm thinking to... wrong movie. <laughs> yeah, and then like uh, Qui Gon Jinn like, dies in the prequels in the first movie. And, like I feel like they're trying too hard to mirror it, which yeah, is why, perhaps. like, which is why that first movie was so bad. Because like I can see I, those good points to it, and like I will be forever grateful for it because it like helped expand the Star Wars uh, cinematic like universe. I'm thinking about Marvel now. <laughs> <laughs> like, also gave us good memes yeah and prequel memes are so funny <laughs> like the old memes but they check out <laughs> that's not that a prequel meme one. that is not a prequel meme no but it's still a, it's still a good meme it's still a Star Wars meme mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's just so bad I think I'm so mad like, like not only does Custer put that as number two they na- he neither brings up jaw drawings yeah your like, favorite I'm, character I'm so tired of jaw drawings <laughs> Like, he was so annoying. He was so annoying. I didn't realize how annoying he was in that movie until I rewatched it when I was older. And then all the, like, oh my god, he's a Sith Lord theories and stuff. And, like, stop. Stop. Yeah. Uh. Everybody was tired of Jar Jar Binks after that one movie. That's why his his roles in in episodes two and three were so much smaller. Yeah, I don't... 
I don't know what they were trying to do. I don't know if they were trying to make him like the new Chewbacca or something. No, I think they were just trying to make up, trying to make him into just a straight up comic relief. Huh. Because I'm trying to think what character he would fit in as the like the mirror of for like the original trilogy. It's it's it was so bad. It was so bad. Like I'll watch it if I'm going on a Star Wars marathon, but if I wanted to watch it, like, Sono as its own, I would not watch The Phantom Menace. I would Same. Not. <laughs> so, I, like, I, when I was watching that, like, I, I watched it uh, while Khan was listening, and the second I was, like, watching it, uh, he says The Phantom Menace, I just, like, stop and, like, what? <laughs> I just... It was. I'm. I'm so disappointed in them. So disappointed in them. I am too, honestly. But then, um, the NATO, the NATO start like joking around about like how the he like h- how the Star Wars characters would be like heroes in Overwatch, like the orts and stuff. And then they bring up Jar Jar Binks, and uh, <laughs> the the then they were joking around about how uh, Darth Vader would be the new Brig. Like if you don't have a Darth Vader on your team, you can't win. Yeah, <laughs> that'd actually be pretty cool. I mean, a Darth Vader on your team. It would be, yeah. He he is a little OP. Yeah, just a little. And then you know they talked about like which like w- where the heroes would fit in like in, as a Sith or as a Jedi. So they had like I think they like, they kept joking around about how Hanzo was kind of Ren. And I can see that. I can see that. Oh yeah, that yeah I can kind of see that too. Man, that's. They have they made questionable choices. What <laughs> to say? They did a like version of this. I think with with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think they were ranking the uh, the movies, but it said at one point that there were spoilers, and I hadn't seen Endgame yet, so I just like clicked out of it. And that was on the Twitter, not the YouTube. So I went. Uh, I, I, no, they they did a, a Marvel Overwatch one. And I was oh, like they did do it on YouTube. Ago. Yeah, it was Wait, on YouTube. It was like a month ago. Oh, it was on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I must have just like only seen the like preview of it on uh, Twitter, but I did not watch that one because I was um I hadn't seen Endgame yet and I was not gonna be spoiled about anything. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I guess they are like now making this a series where they rank like certain movies and stuff. That's gonna be interesting to watch if they do more of these. Uh, it will be interesting, yes, because it seems like because they've only done two, I think, and it's been custom space the entire time. Yeah, they're they're fun to watch together. They are. But yeah, I think uh, this were all the videos, and I don't think they put too much on the Twitter video-wise. So they put out some like really cool art for their uh, for the like pre-game and post-game uh, scores and stuff. And again, yeah. I was looking, uh, so I was looking up Valiant to double-check the Twitter, and I'd start typing in Twitter in the search and saw Valiant. Why did I keep doing <laughs> that today? Uh, cause you got Endgame on the mind. Maybe. Oh, I'm still not over that movie. It was so good. I cried so much. <laughs> yeah, they had the Twitter was like, oh my god, I just remembered the sim that the hunters were running. Oh yeah. Because oh. I was like, I quickly looked at uh, Vanin's Twitter and I saw I, I, the the sim. I'm like, no, no, stop, not the sim. <laughs> KSF is all set. Oh my god, seven and oh, take it. Oh no, why is Jar Jar Binks? Oh, because of the Star Wars. 
Yeah, so. when the, the preview of the Star Wars thing, this show's jaw dropping. Stop it. Oh my god, Space has seven baby mamas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I find, I find that funny because he does have a girlfriend, or at least he had one. Because, like, he did post pictures with her at one point. And, like, he's like, Space has seven baby mamas now. Okay, then. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like, apparently on the, like, week, Danny and Weekly goals, they drew Stoop. Mm-hmm. And then... It's a pretty accurate picture. Yeah, yeah, he does have, he definitely has those muscles. He does. Oh, and then they posted about the new clothing that Oat has come out with. I'm like, ugh. I'm not liking what Oats come out with. Like I know yeah. some people, I know some people like the design. I can I can see why people like it, but me personally, I'm just so tired of seeing just like something printed on a plain T-shirt. Like I definitely like this design more because it's kind of like like it feels like paint splattered. If like the entire shirt was paint splattered, like that would look cool. Yeah, I kind of I would have liked it better yeah, if it had more of like that paint splattered throughout the shirt too. <sighs> like I'm really disappointed. Like I've been disappointed with them ever since they came out with the fleece. Uh, sweater and crew neck because they only use three colors of fabrics yeah and that was really awful i actually count i counted it up just for the hoodies not for the crew necks but there are seven hoodies that use the black which is more of a gray they say it's a black but it's more of a gray and then it's uh six for the sandstone four for the pink two for the blue and one for the mint and that's so bad because like not it it's not even even out so it's like such a disproportionate like number of teams that have the Mac and the sandstone. And like if people wear those two games, you can't tell what side they're on. Because from like first glance, they all look like they're on the same team. It's, it's, it's so bad that they have so many of the same color. Like it'd be better if they were more even out. Because then you'd have like, what, four teams per color? Yeah, because 20. But it's not. And then like some teams that really should be on one color on another like i don't understand why fuel is in sandstone when they're a new team like yeah that doesn't make any sense whatsoever to say the least like none at all like what are you doing let's see then from like the picture i have yeah nyxl and fuel are both new teams but neither of them ended up in blue like there are six teams with red and color, and only one of them ended up in pink like, uh, mm-hmm. Mayhem, uh, and Dragons both have yellow in their colors, so maybe that's why they put them in sandstone. But even though that sandstone is barely, like, it's more of a tan than a yellow. So it makes sense for the Hunters, even though it, it, it's honestly not the best color. But I don't, I don't understand why they'd also have the Dragons and the Mayhem when they can put them under the pink. And then you have Houston Outnaws, which is green and black under pink like i wish like they at least had more like you can have them in any of these five colors not just in one because that would yeah, make more that sense would, yeah that would have made more sense but uh i mean i i really i just don't understand who thought this was a good idea to do it this like, way at least i'm so i'm so disappointed with alts because like, this is supposed to be, like, the higher end of the, like, cool merch. But some of them stu- is, is stuff I feel like fanatics could put out. Like, what's the point of having this other partner if this is stuff that fanatics can probably put out? Yeah. Because, like, you got, you got like, the NA Gnadiators, whose colors are, like, 
like purple, black, and what is it like silvery white? Uh, but they're on sandstone. If anything, they should be in the black color. And then you got Valiant, who is green and gold in black. When like by the logic of having mayhem and dragons in sandstone, Valiant should also be in sandstone because they have yellow in their colors. So there's there's like no logic you can find on, on here. Yeah, it's. I just don't understand who who thought this up, who set it up this way. Thought, yeah, that's that's good enough. Just like send who it picked out these? Like that. Who picked these colors? Like the only team that really really like looks good is the Guangzhou Charge because they have a yeah. mint color that looks close to the teal color. It's like this almost like sea foamish color. It looks really nice. It actually like follows with like I guess they're trying to go for like a pastel look. But they're the only ones that really fit their team aesthetic, and they're the only team that has mint. So they're the team you're going to know. You're gonna know what team they root for just from looking at the color. And that's a, that's the point of having team colors is that you know what team it is just from looking at them. But the yeah. rest of them don't have that. Like you also have a Boston Uprising and an Spitfire who are under blue, and that looks, that works great for them. But there's also two of them that have this exact same blue. So it's also that. But it works great for them. Oh, it's, just, it's, it's so and like ever since then I've been like I've just been con- constantly disappointed with them. I'm so so mad. Like they have like Same. uh one hoodie that has like more of the actual colors on it, which is okay. But they also came out with uh this one long sleeve, which is a gray, and that gray doesn't really fit with all with, with all the colors. Like when you put the Guangzhou colors co- on it, because it's like the um. Satur- I believe it's the saturation is similar. They like kind of blend in, and it's hard to tell. So I'm like, they, 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 I don't think Old is really keeping the team's aesthetics and colors in mind when they're making these clothing. I, don't know, I just like if this is supposed to be like the high end of it, because this stuff isn't cheap. It's not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap, and I think that's my biggest thing with it is that it looks cheap in my opinion, and it's price wise not cheap. Because just like looking at these new shirts that they came out. They are uh, $35. And on it, all it is is a t-shirt, a plain t-shirt with a design printed on it. Nah. Nah, man. Yeah, it, it needs more than that to be justifiable for that price. Because, like, it's it's not a bad design, honestly. Like, I've seen worse. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Did you see Toronto Defiant's uh, one that they, they, the, the one they made for Toronto Defiant? It looks, I did not see that one, no. It's really, really plain. Ugh. See, uh, Peril. Oh, okay. Overwatch League. Who's who's was it that looked pretty cool? Oh, the Shanghai Dragons looked pretty cool because like theirs also has like the uh, I guess the, I guess it's supposed to be the the Chinese characters for maybe I, I don't know if this is meant to be the Chinese characters for dragons or Shanghai, but they have that on there. So it kind of looks like like it it, it looks a lot cooler. Then say the Valiant's one, or uh, did you look at the 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 Defiant one? Uh no, let me actually look it up real quick. Yeah, that that one's pretty plain. It's it's just Toronto, like they don't even have like a paint spatter thing on it. Let's see. There you are. Oh yeah, that's that's just boring. What? Like this is supposed to be like the expressionist. Yeah, that's what this connection is called. Yeah, that's not, that's not, yeah, that's, that's just dumb. <laughs> yeah. At least the Valiant one looks like they put some effort into yeah. it. Yeah. 
Vanith is definitely not the worst one. I think Toronto's is the worst one. I'm just... Oh. Like, this is stuff I feel like fanatics could put out. Oh, speaking of fanatics, my friend bought the, uh, the new tank tops and she hates it. Like, the quantity Oof. is so bad. Like, the, the netters are printed over the stitching. So, you, you, you got, you got this, uh, you got, you got the netters printed on raw stitching. Wow. Yeah, that's <sighs> not, that's not good at all. I'm so disappointed in some of the stuff. Like, I, I know some teams have been coming out with, like, player-specific clothing, because that's how they get around the, uh, the, like, ban on merch that Nizzit has basically put out. Is that if you do it like player specific with no like team branding on it, they it's okay. So some teams have put that out, and uh, they did talk about that in the Discord for a bit. That they're, they're gonna try to do that. And I'm really hoping they do because I'm really disappointed with some of the stuff that's been coming out with Fanatics and Alt. Yeah, same. Like I was super, I was super excited, and then I see this stuff come out, and like okay. But <laughs> <sighs> uh, we might want to clean or or. Ended now because I just saw the time. <laughs> yeah, I looked over earlier and like, well, we have a two-hour recording now. Yeah, <laughs> I know I'm gonna cut out a lot of the beginning stuff. But I'm probably gonna cut out some of the uh, complaining about um the All Star Weekend and the uh and the Ort Nine. Yeah, I, I feel like we repeated repeated ourselves a bit, mostly me because I get a no passionate <laughs> yeah, yeah, about no stuff problem. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I get just, sometimes I get pissed. Sometimes I get pissed. Yeah, no, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pissed about the this stuff too. So, I mean, I'm with yeah. you on that. Like to me, it just makes no logical sense why they did some, of the, why they really did any of these things. Yeah, like I would have loved to be able to like hang out with you. And I think Bacon said he was also wanted to go to the All Star Weekend. I would have loved to hang out with you guys, but like it being on the weekday, we can't. I think Bacon said he might still go. <sighs> uh, yeah, I think his schedule is a little more flexible. That's why. And he he doesn't have closer. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah he definitely but, lives yeah. a lot closer than I do. <laughs> But yeah, I'm like, oh, this sucks. But I'm probably going to edit some of that out just so that this doesn't go on for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it for us, guys. And um, actually, I don't have the social links pulled up. So give me a second, guys. I <laughs> <laughs> thought you had that stuff memorized by now. You know, I do. I just like to have it open just in case because... I have, I do have the, those brain fart moments. Mm, I'm about to say, I think we also have from brain fart moments. So yeah, that's it for us, guys. If you want to keep up to date with Voicing Valiant, you can find us at Voicing Valiant on Twitter. If you want to listen to us, you can find us on YouTube. Actually, I since I started editing, I haven't been putting them up on YouTube because, like, I have to do a separate rendering for that. So go out to YouTube for now. I'll get, I'll, I'll try to get you on Backlog later. But you can find us on most podcasting apps such as uh, Google Podcast, Overcast, uh, uh, Anchor, which is our main platform, and Spotify. I'll get back to you on YouTube eventually. <laughs> and my brother used to do YouTube, but I, I had to take over the editing because he got busy with work. But I'll go back to YouTube eventually. I swear, guys. I haven't been saying it for nothing. Uh, if you want to keep up to date with NA Valiant, you can find them at NA Valiant on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, Discord, and Snapchat. That's it for us, guys. See you next week. Maybe. Yeah, see you guys next week, hopefully. Bye. Bye. <laughs> can you tell I'm emotionally drained from Endgame?
Yes.